The Fledge and Big T Podcast. Real life, real issues with real men. New show uploaded every Monday and Friday. Two middle-aged family men with two middle-class wives and a lot of children talking openly. Basically, man therapy. If you're easily offended, do not listen. Or, if easily offended, do listen. Learn something and get over yourself. Open, honest, hilarious, truthful, amazing, great guys, handsome, humble, two sizzling hot guys. So come along and join the two new kings of podcasting. From special guests to special needs, Shane the Big T puts the T in truth. And Flidge puts the F in Catalan. Uncensored, unapologetic, and uncompromising. With laughter, tears, life stories, and diabetes. This is the Flidge and Big T Podcast. <laughs> do, you know how to, do you know how to beatbox? Um, well, I don't know how to beatbox is what I'm going to say, but I can do my version of beatbox. Sorry. So something like... That kind of thing. Well, I heard recently, which I, I think is a great way of doing it. Yeah. Just, just say boots and cats. Oh yeah, I saw this. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Hey. Yeah. We started a career. Should we get a hat and go downtown? We're going to start busking. Boots and cats, boots and cats. Stand outside of a hat and. Actually, call ourselves boots and cats. Boots and cats. Okay, we're going to bring cats with a Z. What are you? Our boots with a Z and all. We are boots and cats. Bruce, what talent? With your favourite Louis Walsh. Yeah, I like him, Simon. <laughs> boots and cats, and boots and cats, and boots and cats. I think you could go somewhere. <laughs> so, do. what's in your fridge uh, right now? <laughs> lots of ham. Question: Lots of ham, meats, steaks. Oh, I mean that steak I had the other night was ridiculous. Mm. That cow did not die in vain. <laughs> oh my days! How people can be vegan just is beyond me. I don't know why would you and why do I generally get annoyed if Rachel makes something well, there's if no she's meat cooking there's no meat in it yeah because basically something's missing right but why do people do that kind of if vegans are vegans be a vegan but don't be like oh this is a vegan steak these are vegan sausages yeah. I've got news for you love it can be whatever shape it wants but it's not a steak and it's not a sausage no. and it's just got meat in it no exactly I, I, I need a bit of meat it just doesn't work otherwise. No, it's it, it, it generally for like there is like the corn stuff can be all right sometimes. I bought some tofu, nah. I had a bit of tofu because I used to fry it when I was a chef in the restaurants. I used to do tofu stuff, some people used to like that, and I'm not a big fan of it. Although I do fry aubergines, which we had the other oh, night. I do like a battered aubergine, yeah, nice. but plant. you could batter a turd and it would still or an eggplant, <laughs> no, just an aubergine <laughs> because it's the color of aubergine. Yeah, what came first? Do you reckon, do you reckon they called the orange because it was orange, colour orange? Or do you reckon they called the colour orange orange because it looked like the fruit orange? Oh, we'll have to wait till Evan and ask Adam. He named everything. That's true. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. You've got a question here. Oh, go for it. There's questions coming in. Yeah. Uh, who changed your life and how? That's a quite a big one, isn't oh, it? Oh, should I be really... Jesus. Don't say Jesus. Oh, okay. Right, all right, who changed my We know we're Christians and that actually is the case, but let's all go right. for someone. Right, now, I could I could choose many things. I could say meeting my wife, having children, but I would say probably the person that changed my life 
would be Barry Lamley-Clark. Because, no, I stayed with him and my best mate, his son, Rob Lamley-Clark, or Rob Lamley now, and he took me to a... What was that Christian comedian called? Mike Warnocky. Mike Warnocky. I went there and he just said, he said at the end, like, you know, if anyone wants to stand up and become, like, become a Christian or be prayed for, yeah. I shot up. I don't, don't know how I did. It, was, it had to be God. Yeah. I then went back to his house of staying over and I gave my life and that is all because of Barry and Barry gave me my first ever little Christian Bible yeah same as me actually yeah it's not Jesus as such because that you said that was cheesy has to be that someone with long hair like Jesus <laughs> hello can you imagine if Jesus sounded like that I'd be very disappointed <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like that one day the whole Da Vinci thing went off yeah. the wall I know it was supposed to be married to Mary Magdalene wasn't it? yeah it's not, not right though is it yeah, well, many things are not right Shane I think Jesus can stick up for himself I think we should this be wor- worrying about this, this the, really the African me. children that are when, dying when you say something Christians get the right ump over it and you're like God honestly doesn't need you to defend him no it's God. He does not need you to step in. Oh, if he in. can create a universe, I think he can slap down a knobhead or two. <laughs> he slapped us down. <laughs> yeah. I've got a flat head because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm here all week. Tip your waitress. Oh, but you haven't. So you've got really rounded. I have. Do you remember what I used to call us? Yeah. Two pence piece and a monkey nut. Because your head is wide at the top and wide at the bottom, but goes in. In the middle, you literally look like a monkey nut. <laughs> Which is actually not a nut; it's a legume. I know, and you've <laughs> got an head like a legume. Doesn't have the same effect, does it? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, two pence piece and legume, whatever the word is. But you've got a perfectly round head. Yeah. I, I like when you stick your hands up, like you're being pee uh, on a fork. Yeah, like you've been arrested, <laughs> and uh, it's a pee on a fork. I was arrested once. I've been arrested seven times in my life, and three of them. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's true. It's really not funny. Well, three of them were for attempted murder. It's, it's just the kind of card you are. But <laughs> we, we won't go into details We there. won't go into those details. Let me tell you, right? I, I reversed out of a car park because someone in a shopping centre thought that my three-year-old daughter had nicked a Kent Messenger. It's a local paper from where we're from in England. The KM. But she didn't because... She literally couldn't hold stuff. Like she did, was she pick up, did she pick up an Asdeen? An as, I what, don't know. What, whatever what, what she what did. called an Asdeen. There, there was nothing in her hand. Anyway, the person said, stop, we think you've got stuff on you. I said, do one. You know, in, in no uncertain terms. Um, I got in my car, and she stood behind my car and said, if you move, I'm going to have to ring the police. I went, so ring the police. It. No, I reversed out. When I was driving away, I looked in the wing mirror, she's standing there on her phone. When the police come round to me, 11 days later, that's how serious it was, Ooh. right? Serious they said, um, we're arresting you on uh, common assault. And I'm like, what, 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 what? You know, kind of, anyway, waited till I got back to the station and she'd put in a claim that I actually drove into her. Was she a security guard? Yeah. But I thought you did. I thought there was a story you used to tell me where you did actually run over a security guard. Never. I don't know what you're thinking. Amy. me. <laughs> She made it up totally to get me done. And then when I turned around and said, well, actually, she accused me of my daughter nicking a a newspaper. They stopped the interview, went away and come back and said, we didn't, we weren't told this. They just thought you ran over her. Yeah. They, we thought that you were careless. That's it. It was put to us that you were reckless driving. Because this was, uh, we're talking 2004 or five. They didn't have any cameras. No. So it was her word against mine. As soon as I said the paper, they went back to her. They dropped everything. When Rachel was pregnant with, uh, Michael Elijah no when she was pregnant with yeah it was Michael Elijah we were living in a town called Russia in Northamptonshire 
and uh, she was about six, seven months pregnant. And uh, she was uh, she had Grace in the pushchair, and then she had Erica and Riley either side. And there, uh, and she was walking through an Asda car park at all. And uh, she got to this zebra crossing. This car just cut straight past her, so yeah. she stopped them all. The car went, and the car just stopped to go into a uh, parking space. Um, so Rachel started walking across the road, and then the car just reversed and hit all four of them. Really? Yeah. Hit right, and it it hit Riley out the way. So Riley fell out the way, thank God. Hit the pushchair. The pushchair then tipped, and because the pushchair tipped and fell on its side, it pushed Grace and Erica along with the car, so it, they were out of harm's way. But Rachel actually got hit in the belly and like fell. Um, and then the car then just drove off. Anyway, Did you know he done it? So uh, it was a woman. And so Rachel then kind of like in agony come home of all things after a few people were like, you okay, you okay? Because she was obviously massively pregnant. And she came in, she was in agony and they ended up having to call an ambulance. And then so they, uh, she went into the ambulance anyway. But then the uh, police came around and said like, what happened? And Rachel said, like, oh yeah, she hit into me. And they went on the CCTV and they could see her coming into the car park and they could see her leaving the car park, but there was no camera on Rachel being hit. But... Um, but they f- looked in the CCTV to see if the woman was still in the shop and she'd already gone. So the policeman went to her house and said, you do realise you knocked over a, a pregnant woman and her children? And she's like, no, I didn't. I didn't see it. Anyway, she proper denied it. But when Rachel went to the hospital, the woman, bless her heart, the policeman came into the hospital and was like proper devastated. And then she went back. When, 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 um, when they told, because Rachel almost went into early labour because <clears throat> of it. And uh, when they actually went back... Um, and said yeah it's fine the policewoman went to this woman whoever she was and said to her I'll make you a promise because she told us this is what she said she goes I went in and I said to her I'll make, I'll make you a promise if sh- anything happens to this child I don't care what I have to do but I'll make sure that you get done for something like she was fuming <laughs> this policewoman really she was, yeah she was like really fuming and then literally after throughout the months of the pregnancies we'd get a phone call every now and then from the police woman going is everything okay how's the baby you know is everything still yeah it's fine she was just like really upset that this flip that someone can like knock down a pregnant woman and just drive off but didn't just knock down a pregnant woman knock down the three children with it well there's more points it was <laughs> you, have to, you have to do a point system don't you <laughs> I'll we, take, don't we used to have that yeah. You used to have a wind wiper that would... No, no a, a, a window squirter that used on to my Peugeot 309. That pointed out. Well, we turned it yeah, out. Yeah, and there was a button on the dashboard. Yeah, the squirter button. And we used to have a little point system. Old woman, yeah. old little bloke, people on the bike. And do you remember the, the time we went down there and knocked that car out of that kid's hand? <laughs> it was a really... It, Moat Road and Willow Way in Maidstone in England, right? So this this woman stupidly is walking with her like kid on the on the outside of the path, which was dumb anyway. And it was one of those kind of roads where when cars passed on it, you had to be right at the curb. And he was walking along with his little remote control car, but like in his right hand, swinging it out onto the road. And literally, I had to swerve in for a lorry coming, and I smashed the car out of his hand into thousands of spits. Done it. Gone. <laughs> but talking about drivers, on a lighter note, living in Ireland for a couple of months now, no Irish person can drive. 
Is that a generalisation? generalisation. Where did they learn to bloody drive in a hayfield? They haven't got a clue. They either go too slow, too fast, or they just don't indicate. Yeah, but you're coming from England, where everything's done right. Way over here, we just get it done. Yeah, you get it done, and then someone dies. And no one knows how to cross a road. Do you see the signs that actually have how many people died on this road? Have you seen those signs? Yes, I have. 52 people died this year on this road. This week. People can't drive. (laughs) And how many stupid old people are still driving around? Yeah, that... that, There should be... Oh, my days. There should be a certain age where people then because life is a bit more chilled out here people live longer Mm. so affect me they've got to put a line under that well they don't die my mum got dragged my mum's 72 which i said that she listening my mum's 72 and she got dragged behind the back of a car 20 meters like last year because her friend can't drive because her friend couldn't drive yeah they're all retarded mate but she survived it and she was all right but yeah it's I ain't got no time for it. Ain't got no time for it. I'll tell you what has been happening here, which is hilarious. It's like a scene from like a a film in India. You know when like cars stop in India? Like all the people come up to the windows and try to sell you stuff and all that. Well, the heat today, I was driving over here and I must have seen 20 ginger people sheltering from it. They, (laughs) They were literally begging for water. They could not handle it. They are not built. They need to go to Greenland with all the ices. I know. Isn't it weird that Greenland's icy and Iceland's green? Well, I think maybe like the random name generator just came out of the wrong bit. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think? Yeah. yeah well, what, did someone lose it on a like a game of Texas Hold'em? They said if I lose, <laughs> we have to swap names. We have to swap names around because Greenland does sound better than Iceland. Yeah. Because Iceland, obviously, Iceland's a lovely country, but what a crap name! Remember when it was called B Jams? <laughs> <laughs> And only mums went there. Yeah, I do, yeah. Going off the B Jams. I, I still remember the B Jams in Maidstone. Yeah, down um, Medway Street. Had, it had, only had two um, Freezers. <laughs> <laughs> it only had two aisles. It only had two aisles, and in the middle of both aisles was a pillar that you couldn't get the trolley round. She so used to go halfway down one aisle and then go back on yourself and round and go halfway up yeah. the other aisle. Well, it's no different to the one in Checkers. And especially because all the, um, you know, the uh, leggings crew go down Checkers, there. is that Stoneborough? That's Stoneborough. Checkers or Stoneborough for the a mall. thousand years. Yeah. All the chavs go in there, obviously, because they've, they've got to buy their staple chips and beans, right? And they literally clog the aisles and they've all got pillars in them. So you can't get... And you say, excuse me. And they're like, yay, me. Because they're having to go right down the bottom to get all 27 <laughs> bags of chips because yeah. they might run out. Of course they do. Do you know what I mean? Turkey oh, it's business. awful. I'll tell you where they're not. Round with the veg. <laughs> and they should be. <laughs> they are. If they do, I don't know if he's looking anymore. When when the kids were younger, we used to get vouchers. We could have even get milk on the voucher. Oh, I used to love them. Or the free or veg. veg. Yeah. Do they still give them out? I don't know. We had them with the twins because yeah. that's when that's when the chavs would be round by the veg. Well, that was when Labour was in. But let's not go political. That that all went when uh, when they came in. Yeah. So I got to be honest. Apart from the ginger people not being able to handle the eat, the weirdest thing I've seen. And I, I couldn't believe I saw it. This is how chilled out Ireland is. Yeah. A tractor, like not just a normal tractor, like one of these ones with a big balloon wheels that you can't get past. I was driving oh, yeah. behind it home the other day, right? You had the farmer, what I can only describe as two toddlers. I don't know, I couldn't really see them. Yeah, Either anyone. side of him. Yeah, you get right? that, a lot of that. What, it was a massive front end of it, like a big engine. He had like a, I guess a teenager, sitting on the front of the tractor. Oh, wow. Right? And then mm. on the trailer, that was like a spraying type machine, it had mm. all pipes on it. It had like two ledges either side. He had two more fellas on that. 
They were just driving along. Yeah, they did. And that. I mean, they bob they, along at they, about 30 miles an they hour. They pile the kids into them things, yeah. Bloody hell. It's unreal, isn't it? It is. I, honestly, I just, I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm Mr. Chilled Out. I don't, I don't like over the top rules and, you know, yeah. kind of health and safety gone mad. But that is ridiculous. If they drop off there under them wheels. No, exactly. What, like, he's actually thought he was being clever by going, we better put the toddlers inside. Oh, that's good of you. Yeah. Three others can just dice with death. I know. We, we had a, we had a, um, we had people outside our house one time, a, a trailer got a flat tyre. And this farmer was, there was two or three of these farmers trying to, jack this trailer up so they could change the wheel and they couldn't get this jack up like they there was three of them step bouncing up and down on this jack and it was literally going nowhere and i was watching and i went out and i was like you're right they're like yeah we're just doing uh trying to jack this up anyway i walked off past them in the back of the trailer was a cow <laughs> what <laughs> and i went do you not fancy taking the cow out and then like that would lose a ton <laughs> yes <laughs> and they were like no it's alright and they just cracked. they were there for about an hour and a half tra- trying to jack it up to and change the they could have the been towel. there for 20 minutes <laughs> they could have been there for 5 minutes had they took the cow out of the back of it bloody idiots <laughs> they? but that's the thing they're not educated they, they go through the minimal school to get out and take over the farm they only know what they know <laughs> it's brilliant I'm doing this run like it was a long old day any bus drivers know the, the duty card was a bit full on it was like school time so you've got like a school trip here school trip there quick 82 here whatever anyway so um, I was cr- like literally crying for a per- so I got to the end of a run and I was like I'm not going to make it I'm actually going to crap myself but I had 10 minutes but it was getting a bit dusky now it was a bit dark yeah. and I'm like I'm, I'm going to have to just go and poo in a bush I can't believe I'm going to have to squat in a bush right I've done a similar thing. No, but instead I thought, why go in a bush? Because I was really fearful if, if a kid walks past and goes, you know, I saw him with his ass out, I lose my job. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you're, you're in the public eye type thing as a bus driver. Absolutely. Right? So I decided, the, so you've got to see my rationale. <laughs> I need the poo, it needs to happen, <laughs> and I need somewhere private to do it. I'm on a double decker. All oh, right, right, right. So I literally, I'm hearing you. I went upstairs and I leant against the back seat and I just pooed onto the floor. Onto the floor. I had to. So what I then did, this is this is the onto the floor. I thought you were going to say like in a bag. I didn't or have anything, mate. No, the situation. Just the crap on the floor. I had nothing, and I was actually going to crap myself. Like you need to know, this was serious, right? Well, I know. <laughs> on the floor. Well, well, tell me what I should have done. I don't know. I'm just exactly. thinking there must be something. Take it wasn't your, nothing. Take a sock off. No, I went round the whole <laughs> bus. I looked for any like bags that were left. You know, I'd take a sock off. What, poo, poo, poo into a sock? Poo into a sock. Hell, the fuck would you poo into a sock? Hold the, hold the sock open over, behind you, over your butt, and just poo into it. I couldn't... No, that's not doable. Anyway, right? So it's I, doable. Right? Pooing into a sock is doable. So anyway, I pooed. So what I had to do then was ring the depot and go... And I, this is where I feel bad. Oh. This is where I feel bad. You've only gone and grass said something else, done it? Anyway. Cool, well, I'm not going to say I did it. Oh, right? yeah, of course not. Right? I'm not going to go... I just uh, put on that, let on myself that down. run, on that particular route, there was a, a young Ooh. guy. Um, he was... He was special needs. <laughs> oh, no! Now, a few times... We'd had complaints oh. that he'd sat at the back of the bus and show people his wheelie and all that. So he had form. Does this make sense? Oh, right? And no. as Sarah, my wife will tell anyone. How have I never heard this story? I before? could lie 
my way out of anything. <laughs> I am honestly, I, I don't even feel bad about it. Right? The only time I couldn't lie is if I held a Bible and swore, and that is the truth. If I need to lie to save myself, I'm doing it. I'm sorry. I, why would you chuck yourself it? Like, but at the same time, if I've made a mistake, like I've hurt someone's feelings, yeah. whatever, I, I would also own up. But yeah. when it's something like this, you're like, I'll never lift this down. If you've ever worked in the kind of industry of the buses, yeah. I would be called like shit the bus rob forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, right? I could not take this on the chin, right? So I basically <laughs> rung them up and I went, oh, young, you know, Kevin. Um, he's just come down and said to me that he's pooed himself. Oh. They went, oh, bless him. And I went, no, on the bus. He was the last kid on the bus. Now, thank the Lord, it was just before they got rid of all the old double-deckers. They didn't have cameras on them. Right. So I got away with it. So they told me to drive it back. And Did I you get away with it, though? I did get away with it. Because emotionally, it must have scarred you. No, not really, because everyone knew that he was the way he was. <laughs> so he just took one for me. Can't believe but, that. <laughs> The worst one was when I was doing a midnight and I was going out to Sandhurst in the number five and I pulled over at a stop because you have timing points that you can't leave a certain stop you know, yeah, to yeah. keep you on time for people to catch you, okay. which is fair enough. So I pulled over because it's a late one, not many people. You kind of yeah. get ahead of yourself yeah. and you're driving at like 25 miles an hour trying to keep the time. Yeah. So I pulled over at this stop, jumped out and had a wee in a bush. It was pitch black. Cool. Right. Anyway. I thought to myself, I've only got two stops to go till the end. And it's really hard at night to drive with the lights on in the bus mm. because it reflects off the window. Okay, so you can just see like the back of the bus yeah. as you're driving. So I thought, I'll turn the lights off and drive. And then if anyone's at the next stops, I'll turn them on when they get on. Right, fair enough. Yeah. So I turned it off and then I've heard this, oh. I was like, someone's on the bus. Like, yeah. it, I thought I was on an empty bus. It cracked yeah, yeah. me. You're like, I can't give it justice. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you hear a noise in a pitch black bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You crack yourself. Right? So anyway, I've gone, hello, is anyone there? And I've heard that. Shh, 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 shh. I was like, oh, hang on. So I've had to do the kind of, right, who's that kind of like man up and be the driver? Yeah. So I've gone upstairs. I've can't see anyone because obviously I'm like oh you turn the lights back on of course I did yeah right so I turned the lights on went upstairs couldn't see anyone and then as I turned around I thought I must have been hearing it like someone was in a car driving past it was creepy you know it was creepy and I uh, as I went to turn back go back down the bus I heard I was like right who's there and then this fella just sat up off the back of this off off the back seat and I went mate all you have to do is tell me you're there he's like yeah yeah all right yeah 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 you're right and I was like is he on his own I'll get to that Right, and I was like, okay, okay. And um, and I went, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, just having a lay down. I went, all right, mate, fair enough. Went to turn around again and heard a kind of, yeah. I was like, no, hang on, who's up there? Walked up the back of the bus, it's another fella on his knees. <sighs> and I'm like, lads, all you had to say is we're having a bit of time. I would have gone back downstairs. You, but I, I felt like, I, I was worried genuinely that he was at the back of the bus holding someone yeah. not wanting to get off doing drugs so I'm thinking I've now got to confront him because he won't answer my uh, question when I went up there yeah. it was just a couple of fellas having a bit of fun I was like lads you only had to tell me so I just went back downstairs turned the lights off and carried on driving you can't cut him off of that can you surely well I think you can but I'm not going to that, do you see that thing in the paper where they're now trying to make it legal, legal to, uh, cast, to uh, chemically castrate paedophiles <laughs> I don't know where I am with that because I still don't believe that we're in a place where we can 100% find out if something's true. We're so... We believe so much as humans in our... Like, our intellect. But 300 years ago, 
they believed dipping a woman in water was a way to find her to being a witch. Yeah. Right? And now all of a sudden they're saying, oh, DNA. But yeah, I know my DNA is all over this house because I use the toilet. I own no, handles. Exactly. I, I have, I've eaten here. I've lived here with you. So then all of a sudden, if there was, God forbid, a murder in this house, all of a sudden I have to be a subject of an investigation because my DNA's here like I'm sorry but like so when they're going yeah we're going to chemically castrate him what about if he is genuinely innocent mm. and you hear it regularly where people go after 30 years they finally found oh yeah there's, 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 there's like there's this guy in America who actually was was a solicitor and he now dedicates his time reopening cases and in the last like 15 years he's got something like 30 people off death row was he actually got a guy off after being in prison for 40 years his life's gone and, and though he actually, and they when they actually released him they said like you got compensation of about 5 million he got and he actually said I'd rather just stay in prison and they actually went no you have to leave and they actually made him leave prison but he I didn't want to he said that's my life here like this is all I know Even you could give me 100 million I don't know what to do with it I don't I, he came out and he just didn't know he didn't want it it's like what what does 10 million 5 million do for me and do you know what annoys me more is they chuck money at him and they almost want that to go wow that's good no his life is still over yeah, exactly. and money you know you hear all these like memes and stuff and you see all these things where it doesn't matter how much money you got we all go into a six foot coffin at the yeah, end yeah, of the day yeah. be the richest person in the graveyard and all yeah, that yeah exactly right so that fella's life has gone no and that's what I'm saying what about if we chemically it's alright to sit there going yeah get the pedos yeah. what about if tomorrow you or I are just subject to an investigation yeah. that ends up us and then all of a sudden you're like but I, I'm, I completely was in the wrong place at the wrong time no. I, it's not and all of a sudden you're getting ca- no I know that there was a guy I knew who, who was actually his niece said that he was touched he, she was touched by him um his wife left him really he wouldn't he couldn't get access to his kids obviously his whole family split in half like his mum bless her heart was like trying to stick by him and all the rest of it but then that caused problems with her other son whose kind of child it was anyway eventually the niece kind of came forward and, and admitted she lied um, she was 14 but she lied about it and it was all forgotten and forgiven and she gave her reasons of why she lied and stuff but his wife never came back yeah because and there was always that question between him and his brother so you kind of think obviously she's young but is there is there something do you think out there that should be done to people who lie because you generally do because it ruins people people. do lose you might not kill them physically doesn't matter you kill their lives you destroy their lives talking about this you know are people innocent guilty or whatever one question what makes people good it's a really strange thing because there is that whole argument is of you don't need you don't need to teach a child to be bad a child will naturally push boundaries yep do you know be selfish do their own thing and actually you have to teach a child to be good so there's something within us that wants to rebel and i don't think it's necessarily we're born good or bad i think there's just a natural probably because of the fall of away from god i think there's a natural thing in us that just wants to rebel no matter how loving a relationship is no matter how kind of respect you respect a job or all the rest of it there is something in you that sometimes wants to push back on somebody and push back on something so i think we there is that rebellion streak in everybody that wants and sometimes it can get the better of you you make wrong decisions bad things happen you could be considered the bad person for doing it yep. doesn't necessarily make you bad doesn't necessarily make you good but i just think through circumstances and decisions um determines whether or not you're good or bad so i don't think anyone 
is bad bad i think people do bad things and i think there is certain people psychopaths for instance um that are born that way that are born completely with no like or love for anything or anyone that just do what they like you know they can they can kill people and not think about it um but again are they bad or is it just their Genetic. brain? You know, is it well, their brain? It's the nature of nurture, isn't it? Yeah. I couldn't walk out in the street and kill somebody just because I didn't like them. I could hate somebody, hate, detest somebody, but there's nothing in me that would want to kill them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you don't draw that line. No, but I could be laying in bed one night, hear a noise in the upstairs, walk into my daughter's bedroom, and there's a guy over her bed with a knife. And in that split second it's me and my daughter that walk out of the room or him yeah. and I can tell you 100% with my hand on my heart I would kill that night of course you would gossiping like we're saying about people lying about people for doing things can destroy people's lives of course it can just, just everyone death. knows a gossip and everyone dislikes that gossip yeah right now I'm going to completely change the mood so uh, a, a, a Twitter follower uh, Henry H1642 Nice, nice little name there. Uh, he's uh, obviously listening um, over the time, and I've mentioned my annoyance on uh, Irish driving. But what his question was was, I can't find it now. Uh, what's your least favourite mode of transport? I wouldn't want a surfboard anywhere. <laughs> I'd say my worst one would have to be car, but as a passenger. Yeah, well, you've, you've obviously driven next to me. You've sat in my car while I've driven it. Yeah, <coughs> but at the same time, if I'm not in control and I'm on a bus or a plane, and right. I'm quite happy, yeah, because I know that they're they're doing the job for you. Is it, is it because they're doing a job you can't do? Yes, I think so. But because I can drive, yeah, I want to drive. Yeah. See, I I was on a plane and I hated it. I've been on loads of planes. Yeah, I hate flying, but and the concept scares me. But I'll still I, do it. But I know. Sometimes I think I know they would never let me. But I was on a plane one time doing quite a long journey and I hate it. I don't I like the taking off because the taking off is the exciting bit when I go and there's a part of me that goes, I can't get off now. Yeah, you have to it's get over the line. It. So I'm your saying. rational side yeah. goes, get over yourself, mate. Yeah, because yeah. it's happened. And there's actually the landing which I'm thinking, we've made it. I know that most accidents happen on the landing, but because I'm we're going down and we hit the runway, it's that feeling of we did it, we got it. Brilliant. Um it's the bit where in the middle where I'm up there and then suddenly I go, I'm 30,000 feet in the air. You start thinking about it, yeah. But I it. know full well I could be 100 feet in, I could be 100,000 feet in the air and it could be full turbulence cracking on that plane. If they let me sit next to the driver, the pilot, if they let me sit next to the pilot, I wouldn't be scared at all. Because you know what he was doing. Because yeah. I'd, be out, I'd be that confidence of I can see him, I, I can see, he, he doesn't want to die. Unless I sit next to him and he's there crying, going, my wife, my life's a shambles, my wife's left me. Then I'm thinking, yeah, we're probably going to go down nose diving into the ground here. I've always struggled with uh, fun fairs because you'd get some like eight-year-old kids on like in control of the waters. Yeah. Or in, 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 in control of the cage of death. And it's like a 13-year-old kid going, go on and get on. We had a message from Stevie. Yeah. Stevie Fingers, number eight. Yeah. Uh, what are you afraid of? Well, the obvious. I don't really spiders. like spiders. But I'm not afraid of them. As in, like, if like if there's a big one on the wall, I will say, mm. like, Sarah, can you get it? And she picks it up and throws it out. I've got a story for you. Did Sarah ever tell you this one? 
Go on. Anyway, so we're laying in bed. Hang on, Sarah was here the other day, and she was having a cup of tea. Yeah. And as I was chatting to her, I told you, I kind of just felt like a fly on my hand. And I looked down, and on my arm was like just a massive house spider just sat there. Oh, and I was you so, sh- I was so it, shocked that it, I looked away. <laughs> and then just threw my arm away and it kind of just like fell off onto the floor but I was so kind of distraught by the situation <laughs> but do you, do you know like when you look at them and you're like you could put a saddle on that and ride it oh yeah El- this one proper like it kind of where's that being blinked. living to get to that size I know what's it been eating I don't have no flies in the house yeah what's it been eating where's, where's my youngest <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there watching EastEnders one night, and it, this what I can only be described as a rat run run across my room. Small, and, small, cat. and I made a noise that can only be described as well, gay. Like, <laughs> like I was proper up there with the high pitches, and I jumped up on my couch. Even Sarah was like, oh, a very was camp scream, very camp. I pulled up on the eighty-two, and the only way I can describe the eighty-two in Maidstone is it's Jeremy Carl on wheels. Right, everyone is Jeremy Carl on tour. Right, yeah, honestly. Packed bus, six teeth between them. This is what we're talking, right? <laughs> and none of them are good teeth, right? So anyway, I'm not lying to you. A fella comes up to me once, oh boy, and it was a hot day. Uh. And I went, you're right. And he went, I'll part wood. And I said, yeah, it'd be like three pound twenty or whatever it was. Then probably like twenty quid now. I left him thirteen, uh, but. And he, he pulled his... Like he had, you know, like these chavvies do, they have their hand down their trousers. Yeah. Well, he pulls his £10 note out, all out like rolled up into nothing. From his balls? From Well, it was in his hand, and his hand was in his trousers. And I went, I'm not uh, taking that. And he went, oh, it's money. I went, unravel it. And he unraveled it as a tenner. And I went, no, I ain't got change for that anyway. I did, but... I, you know. Yeah. I said, mate, I ain't taking a tenner that's covered in your ball sweat. <laughs> right? And he was proper offended. He jumped off the... I don't know why because I would if I was him I would have been embarrassed I would have just got off the bus anyway yeah, I would have done. but they're brazen aren't they yeah. I think because as soon as they get to 16 what boy what boy you yeah. just think you're such a penis bum fluff moustaches oh they just annoy me loops in their ears right. you know the type yep no the type oh, boy you know, they, they think they're so special I, those, those ponytails that they tie back if they undid the ponytails it would only go just blow their ears yeah it's like point, a curtain it's pointless I hate them kind anyway of he gets off and goes onto the bus behind and gets on because obviously now he's got the tenor out and I've jumped off because we had like it was that kind of time of day where like I'm just about to go he's just pulled up so I went round there and I went mate that tennis has been down anyway he calls did, the, he, have a, did he have a bottom middle lip piercing <laughs> he, uh. he had the fella, he called the fella back and he went is this right he was like no 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 he was having a proper go anyway that was that the end of it he let him go next day and this is what I'm on about the mouse I had to tell you that bit first because it disgusted me same fella gets on thinks because he's got now a t-shirt and a coat on I don't know who he is because yeah. like you like we, you look like a bell end I can still remember you from yesterday because yeah, I've not got Alzheimer's right and he gets on holding ready for this a pig what a pig an actual pig like an oinky oinky pig pepper pig yeah and I went mate you can't get on with animals this and I he didn't wish say it was a guide pig and no listen I, no word of a lie no he went he's got a dog I went he's blind <laughs> <laughs> a fella was on there with a blind dog well not a blind dog but yeah, a blind yeah. man with a what's well, it a guide, dog. a guide dog couldn't think of the word right. and I'm like mate and he stood there for about 10 minutes giving me this speech about how I'm being out of order that I'm because you wouldn't let no. and then he pulled out the, the R word racist because he, I think he might have been a traveller but how can you be racist against a well, traveller because no. they own a pig? Well, this is what I mean. He just pulled out the race, and I went. You mate. should have said, "All right, mate, let you stay there, and I'll let the pig on." I just I couldn't believe that That's he was racist. even doing it. I could not believe 
he was even arguing. And the fella that had the dog, the blind fella, to try to calm, because it got quite heated, he went, oh, if it's a problem that I'm on, I'll get off. And oh, no. So I went, no. No, 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 no. I said, it's not like we can only have one animal on. I said, we're allowed guide dogs on, my friend. You yeah. sit yourself down. You you know, he didn't pay, he had a pass. But, yeah. You know, you've paid, in, in kind of thing. And I was like, this fella ain't getting on because it's a pig. Yeah. Because I'm not a flipping farm vehicle because that's a pig. <laughs> He's like, oh. and he had to cut and I shut the doors and drove off. But if he was heading towards, towards Parkwood, what's he doing in Parkwood with a pig? I do not know what he's doing. I, I, I can't tell you. Do you reckon Sam went like, I want a bit of bacon. Go out and nip me some bacon. He's going, I'll get you some fresh bacon, boo. <laughs> and he's going to rap on someone's door and go, tenner for the pig. I don't know. I had someone get on with a, uh, a firework one day. Now, it's okay. they say you're not allowed on with a lot of things but yeah. if it's in a bag get on right? yeah. I'm, I'm quite they say don't approach a bag but if you uh, if I've got a bag on the bus see, I'm going to open it this find is the out thing, right? it is. since all this kind of terrorism thing right if you see an, uh, if you see an unwanted bag on like a station form the police form yeah. the kind of station master and that like when we were younger you'd be through that bag yeah I, 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 if you found an, a uh, a bag on its own that like was Christmas day of course it was especially if there's money in it You'd be straight through that bag. Now you have to call someone up. People now do obviously call the police after, yeah, now after, robot, robot after they've had a rummage. Have yeah. you seen what, um, now that Cabris has been bought out by Kraft right. in America, All right. um, in their selection boxes at Christmas, they've taken the fudge out and put Oreo. No. Is it Oreo or Oreo to you? Oreo. Yeah. My, my daughter calls it Oreo because no. obviously she's of this generation where she's always on YouTube and stuff. It's so like... Ario, I'm yeah, like, she's one stage away from going, Ario. Yeah, she's going to take out the trash soon enough. Yeah, do you know I, mean? I hate that. Walk on the sidewalk. And me. sometimes, I have to actually point it out to her that she doesn't know she's doing it. School, to me, was just like, I've got the same mates, obviously with you, obviously, but with Richard and Alan and Darren yep. and the rest of it. The, good the, guys the, the as well. Same, they are great All guys. All turned out to be good guys. They are. And the, the same friends I've always had, I have now. And actually, like... I have a lot like Rachel says to me oh yeah you always hang out with the same people you hold. I said yeah because in life right you only get like probably most people only get one or two really great mates I've been so blessed that I've got about six or seven really 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 good mates you would think less about what other people think of you if you actually realised how very little people think and of you and so, you're yeah, they don't like, think of you you, you could sit there and I had this recently with a friend I upset this girl when I was oh must have been 21 right skip forward 15 years I'm 38 now it's a couple of years ago and she's married a friend of mine and he invited me round for I'm lunch 36 she asked him not to invite me round he then rang me up and said sorry mate can we meet somewhere else my wife was a bit funny of you coming round and I said to him why and he said oh do you remember this and I didn't and he started telling me about the thing I upset her about when I was 21. Really? And still to this day, she still doesn't like me. And all she ever talks about whenever she talks about me is this thing. Now, I can't even tell you the thing, not because I'm trying to protect her. I can't remember what it was to him. And I had to say to him, look, go back to your wife and just say to her, get over it. I, I generally haven't thought about that or her in 15 years. The only reason I'm talking about her now is because you're married to her. Yeah, and it's come up I've again. I've generally never thought about her. Never you know, once did her mind, her name, even come into my mind. 
do you know people i've always been outspoken as you know right and i've always spoke my mind and you know some people like that i hate it i mean uh lamley our, our friend he was my best man at my wedding and in yeah. part of his speech was like he's like marmite i think or something like that you either yeah. love him or you hate him, I hate him yeah. but <laughs> but i just can't see like if people are offended by this yeah. that what we're doing here right all we're doing is doing something we've always wanted to do we'll just change listen to it or don't listen to it yeah. I actually don't care because if you're saying oh I can't listen to it it's offensive don't listen to it then if someone came up to me and went Flinch do you like me yeah. now I wouldn't be back in my earlier days I was a lot more rash I only had to meet someone for five minutes I was like they're either a saint or a sinner yeah. right now I'm a lot more laid back in my kind of more wiser years yeah. so if you say oh Flinch you hate me or well no hate is a strong word yeah, dislike me dislike me I would happily go well maybe I need to wait up or I might have enough information to go yeah or no mm. I mean like I went to a church in Maidstone you know I did and it had a big split uh, well not actually a split but it had a bit of a breakdown yeah. most of it. but it was a church had a I won't say predominantly because it wasn't predominant but it had a large number of South Africans white South Africans and I've got nothing against that do what you want you can be white black yellow green but them in themselves they're just an arrogant race mm. they think they've got it all sewn up and I'm like have a look 10 years ago what you were doing in your country no, before exactly. you start coming over here telling me my, it winds me up I'm like you were literally putting black people to the other side of the road because you thought you were better than them yeah. I wouldn't ever have a go because the British history is you know yeah. that much better but their arrogance you know, they were trying to put this thing on us like, like kind of, yeah we're going to do it was called uh, Bob Band of Brothers and it was like yeah. this thing where only men went and then women went to mentoring where they sat and spoke about their feelings well do you know what I actually want to sit down and talk about yeah. feelings why can't the men sit and talk about why their feelings why have I got to run into a, uh, oh there's three panels which one's made of paper run into it no because if I don't run into the paper I'm going to oh, hurt yeah, myself well, yeah. why would I do that and then, and, then, and then you're less of a man because you won't do it because they like to rip a wildebeest apart and eat it raw and they're more manly you're like do one man. well actually you'd rather get a cup of tea and sit in a big group and just chat and have a chat and do you know what because of my character people used to levitate to me and this is true anyone that listens to this from that church will go yeah I remember that I'd have a big old crowd yeah. around me and because of that I offended leaders yeah. because their night wasn't going according to plan because yeah. people would rather sit and have a laugh and a chat with me because exactly. we've all been at work all week exactly no one wants to do a silly little get into pairs we're going to do this like so and so channel no because we're all in our 40s and 50s leave us alone no exactly and this is why we call the show like man therapy man therapy because this is it we're because just it's it absolutely for the women as well of course it anyone but the thing is that I think this is it you're told you're told by society that everyone's equal but yet if a man decides to go, actually, I just want to talk about how I'm feeling, you can't. Yeah. If you don't like what we're doing, right, roll what your your uh, thing up nice and tight, your complaint, write it down, roll it up <laughs> nice and tight, <laughs> bend over and touch the floor and shove it where the sun don't shine. Because I don't care. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm, if I'm offending people, that's your offence. Offence is actually, it's 50-50. Sometimes the person that's offended, it's their problem. Yeah. And sometimes the person that did offend needs to apologise to start the healing. Right? But if you're one of those uppity little people that gets offended over everything, well, do you know what? I'll take my judgement on judgement day because I can't be bothered with it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You've been listening to the Flidge and Big T Podcast. Broadcasting live around the world. Around the world. To listen to more podcasts and to see what else they're doing, visit coo-boo.com. Email us and join in the conversation and ask the guys anything you want 
or let them help solve life's little problems with you. You can also leave your comments at podcast at coo-boo.com. Also, listen to us on YouTube and other good podcast streaming sites. If you like what we do, don't forget, like, subscribe, comment, and share. Until next time, Booby Coo.